Hey, hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Cannabis Connoisseur Podcast. My name is Jack Stone, and I'm sitting here with, well, virtually sitting here with my buddy and co-host, Ryan Chavez. We got a fire episode for you guys today on cannabis and safety. But first, what is up, Ryan? How you feeling today? Hello, connoisseurs. We are... We are having a, a, a nice episode today on on some safety and cannabis mm-hmm. use, which I think is fun for a Super Bowl weekend. Well, this is going to be released after Super Bowl <laughs> weekend, but I think it's fun for a pre-Valentine's Day. Well, this is probably going to be released after Valentine's <laughs> <laughs> Yep. It's all good. No, man. This is a, this is a good this is a good episode that we actually get questions on. Yes, and absolutely. I, like I think Jack, you you this is like uh, something that you came up with also. Like as far as a topic that I think I agree, man. This is a great topic. We have people who have wrote, written in on this, asking mm-hmm. us questions on the safety of, of cannabis use. And yeah, man, I, I'm excited. We're just. Um, I think we're, I think like when you're pulling into spring, I'm looking outside. It's so nice out. I think this is a good time to start talking about this too, because there's an increase in consumption around this time of year. It seems also right when you get in the depths of winter, there's, there's more consumption for these types of things. So I I think, uh, and also when you're getting into the the pop of spring, people are getting more Mm -hmm. excited. So I think this is a great time to start talking about this. It's always kind of right in our wheelhouse to do so. And I'm looking forward to, uh, to chat and yeah. so, see, what, see what we got. Let's go. So basically, yeah, man. cannabis is hot right now. You're seeing all these different ways of getting it. You're getting ads. You're getting like, you know, there's stores online. You're getting uh, these these dispensaries popping up, these smoke shops to have all these cannabis products. Like right now, it's it's a hot topic. People are getting it. It's just, it's everywhere. So uh, mm-hmm. that's why we want to talk about it. It's like, so there's so many options. It's like, what do I do? Like, what's safe? What don't, you know, what am I getting myself into when I go here, go there? Or what about my weed guy? We're going to cover all that stuff. Basically, the, the we're going to cover, you know, where to get it, how to consume, and potency. So we're going to get into those three things. But real quick, Ryan, you got anything you want to start off with there? What, what's your take on cannabis and safety? Well, safe usage. yeah, I, I think it's, I think, I think it's a really important topic because uh, overall, like, like, this is, there is so much light on this topic in itself, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like th- this is the whole problem, quote unquote, the problem with, with cannabis legalization uh, is that, is it safe? And there is a subset of, I, I guess, markets, I should say, submarkets where you can buy cannabis that isn't regulated and could very well be unsafe. And we've seen moments where uh, very recently mm-hmm. with the vaping crisis that we had a few years ago, yeah. where that was a big problem. Uh, pe- people were getting very sick and dying because the the safety profile of what they were buying was not safe. Yeah, it was it was very dangerous, and so um, it, it also puts a really bad reputation, uh, you know, and within the you know on the scope of cannabis in general, and and people kind of look at cannabis in those moments and say, all right, well, this is another reason why you can't you can't legalize cannabis, and and so I think there's there are good ways and bad ways there's there's good and bad cannabis obviously right mm-hmm. and we always here focus on only looking at the good options that are available and the best options and i would say the best options you can buy with that being said there are alternative cannabinoids alternate cannabinoids we've talked about on here like we just recently did some with the phc yep. and we talk about uh, THCB and these other ones that don't have a lot of research based on them, but there's a lot of research, you know, they come from the cannabis plant and there's research 
you know, they, they act like Delta 9 THC. So there's a lot that you can kind of pull from that, right? Absolutely. But there's a lot of other, there's a lot of other things that we can look at here, you know, ways you can get your cannabis and, and they, you know, you don't have that same level of confidence because you're not maybe getting it from a source that has that background and, and that track record that we typically will talk about on here. So, um, I think this is super important. I think it helps clarify, you know, cannabis, you know, the perception of cannabis in general when, when we talk about this and, and, uh, and that perception when it's clarified and when it's clean and when it looks clear is, is, you know, it helps people be more confident with the idea of cannabis moving forward. Right? Absolutely. So like, like it, it absolutely have to talk about cannabis and safety. You brought up something that, uh, that's pretty important, like how to get it. So let's just, let's jump in. Yeah. Let's, let's start there. So how do we get it? So for years before, you know, to like 10 years ago, you know, people, you had a weed person, a person you just knew, someone you trusted that would do, do deliveries or be a friend that's of a right. friend. Like, you know, your friend, he, he's got the good stuff and he's got that fire. Oh, we got this new stuff. And you have that person. Um, and that was the only way to get it, uh, uh, you know, years ago. Yeah, yeah. And not even that many years no, ago, to be honest. No, yeah, seriously. I mean, especially in New York. And people still have their weed person, which makes total sense. You know, you're getting it. Yeah. It's cheap, yep. you know, low cost. Um, you know, you got that guy or gal that's got that fire. Uh, the thing is, like, you know, and, and I get that. But, like, you know, the question – and if you live in a state where, you know, it's illegal to purchase cannabis and you can't obtain a medical card – and this is the only way that you can get it, you know, and you trust this person and it's been years and you, yeah. it's something, this, 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 wherever they're getting it, their source, it's treated you well over the time. You've done your trial and error, your due diligence, you try a little bit at a time and you, you're confident then, you know, by all means, you know, keep going for it. Um, but I wanted to cover like the differences between the two. So like that person that's getting you that cannabis, it's like, do you know where that's coming from? You know, do you know where that OG fire Kush that your friends begin your for, mm -hmm. for years? Like when was it grown? Like how long has it been, you know, has it been sitting in a jar for like a really long time waiting to be sold? You know, what strain is it? Yeah. You know, is there like a lot number, like the date, like expiration, like, you know, cannabis is a plant, you know, can only like keep it like it's not going to be as good you know after like you know a year sitting on like a, a shelf somewhere so um, yeah that you know and you don't know like what is this tv indica um but that being said i want to get into like the differences uh of ways to get it so obviously you can get it from you know the, your friend um and then you've got stores legal stores uh they have to follow by mm -hmm. by rules um and also the uh dispensaries so let's get into uh, some of these legal methods. So stores and dispensaries. So the products mm -hmm. have to be tracked um, through the entire cycle, seed to sale. So it's tested for potency to ensure it's, it is uh, free in contaminations. Uh, legally bought cannabis should be free of heavy metals, disallowed pesticides, fungus, and lead. So this kind of goes into what you just talked about, like, Previously, a few years ago, you had like these starburst, like Lucky Charms, like you have no idea what the hell they are. Yeah. These unreputable brands selling these things with like jet fuel in the cartridges, like things that could kill you. So, like you know, these things that you're getting illegally, like you don't really know the source. Like obviously, it could be harm. But then, if you're getting it, these products from like uh, um, a store or like a dispensary, you know, they have to have all yeah. these things legally. Um, you know they have uh, they have to be free of heavy metals, disallowed uh, pesticides, fungus, lead. These things that mm -hmm. hurt us have to be on the packaging, like um, that that these things aren't in there. So 
Yeah. That's one of the big things. Well, well that, and, and just to, to jump on that, because mm-hmm. I know like you're talking about that and the labeling, you know, that, that, this is where, you know, we've had guests come on, talk to us about this. We've talked about this too on the show where the COAs there we go. come into play, the certificate of analysis. And that, that is, and it's, it's kind of funny because like, even with these, these legal cannabis and hemp stores now, they like the packaging and sometimes these companies don't have a lot of information on right. them, but they'll have a COA, like they'll have an Instagram account and they'll have like a COA and the COA like will link to an actual test that will verify the product and the product, the, the verification of that test is signed by a scientist that is reviewing it from an actual company. And you can just go on LinkedIn and find that actual pharmacist that's or re- the scientist that's approving you know, that there's no pesticides or, you know, everything in that, that product that you're buying is legit. So it's, it's, right. um, it's really important that you, you make sure that when you're buying it, you have a COA available that you can check Super important because if they're willing to put a COA on it and, and like, go ahead, scan this. And this will show that like, we don't have any you know, pesticide. We're not trying to hide anything. Then, then, you know, it's more reputable product, but if, if they're just trying to fill it and, you know, make a few bucks, and yeah, put some cutting agents in there, then likely they're not going to have a COA available because it's going to show that they fail, right? If you scan it. So yep. definitely like, make sure you see that QR code on the products you buy. Absolutely. It's like any drug, like the people try to save a buck, like cocaine, and like they put like all kinds of powdery stuff yeah. in it to make to, to save yeah. and people are you know, getting hurt from this stuff. So uh, it's uh so labeling yep. is it's increasingly accurate and it's helpful. It's, it's showing what is actually in the cannabis you're purchasing. So just like you're saying with the COA, super important stuff. Um, you know, it yeah. goes over different types of cannabis, yeah. the different effects. Um, and you, you need to be under, you got to be able to understand like what you're consuming here. So in states where it its use is legal, it is still illegal to purchase marijuana from illicit sources. So you're going to see all kinds of places, smoke stores, the, you know, smoke shops, and like they got these weed trucks in New York City and in and, and Times Square and Manhattan. And it's like mm-hmm. I've gone to them before, and I asked the person straight up, "Hey, is this Delta Eight or Delta Nine? She's like, "Oh, these have THC in them." Do you yeah. know? Right. Do you know anything about THC? Like, so I mean, right. you don't. You don't know. You know, it's like it's tough. So, uh, from my experience, I wouldn't trust the, the the weed trucks. You don't know what you're getting. That I got a package that just told me it was like sour diesel on it, and it didn't have any information in the the milligram count. Yeah, on you it. know, like for me, like I, it's weird because I feel like if they were so bad, mm-hmm. they wouldn't be able to operate out in the open like that without being shut down somehow. Yeah. But what what I just don't like about those types of places is that you just have a little less transparency on what you're getting. And and that just to me, like there's been so much critical, like there's been so much critique on this industry with making sure it's transparent mm-hmm. because of these issues that can pop up if it's not to have like a group to come up and not be transparent and you know jump into the scene and not be transparent just makes me have pause you know and so i i just really prefer if i can to get it from a place like that i just know absolutely you know is and sometimes you know your 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 person that's growing it you know that they take good care of it and and like like you may even see their grow like you may see that what they're doing you know if, if they're a friend of yours or whatever and and you can verify it that way too like just knowing that using good soil and using good stuff. So 
super super important very absolutely important. so yeah it's i was gonna say so Go keeping keeping like you we got to keep these transaction ab uh, above broad so it helps to facilitate communication with healthcare providers and to lessen the stigma that harms medical users so we're just you know there's a stigma still going around that pot's bad you know that weed can hurt people but obviously you know it's it could be a great thing if used properly and that's that's the that's what we're trying to communicate and we want to follow the rules. We want to communicate. We don't want people to get too stoned because they took the a heavy dose of THC had no idea what they were doing and now automatically they can't stand yeah. weed. They think it's a bad thing. So we want to crush that stigma by communicating properly, labeling, you know, and and, and this is with all realms like that, the government, healthcare, like it's it's a bigger scope now that we need to be looking into to make it so that people are more comfortable in with what they're consuming. Well, and, and what I think the good point you make here is that like, yes, we have to do that. And the medical professional, the medical community has to be on mm -hmm. board. And the only way they're going to be on board is if this stuff is legalized and it's it's able to be tracked and, and, and reviewed. And, you know, we can see just like we were talking about a second ago that, you know, everything in these products are safe. And so if you don't have the medical community on board, like you're not going to get people that are going to be jumping into cannabis and trying it for different ailments that they may have. And if you're not having that being done, then you're not spreading the good word about cannabis and there's no way cannabis can yep. grow, right? This cannabis movement won't grow any further, but that's why it's so important. Some people, you know, don't legalize it and they keep it elite, whatever, but legalizing it will help bring these better, these better situations for the plant where it's going to be more widely tested, reviewed, scrutinized. So the medical community is going to feel more comfortable Absolutely. when that happens. Everyone else will feel more comfortable too. Yep. Yeah. Doctors will so get on the bandwagon. Point. Yeah. I'm, I'm with it. Um, <coughs> that yeah. goes into my next point. Like, yep. so, okay, what are we watching out for? So right off the bat, we talk about this all the yep. time in these episodes is you shouldn't have an idea of what works for you. Trial and error, slow, you know, small bits. If you're a newbie, you want to try things, like I said, smaller dosages, write it down. Do not and, and and don't rely on the. So you just like I was telling you, I I talked to this person at this truck stop window, and I'm like, oh, is this Delta Eight, Delta Nine? And they're just like, oh, THC. <laughs> so you can't always, you know, mm -hmm. rely on these well-intended dispensary employees, uh, known as bud tenders, uh, to make these medical suggestions when you're purchasing. So you don't always know for sure right. if this person even knows what's good for you. Technically, your doctor should know, but healthcare providers, you know. They often don't. Exactly. They don't know much about cannabis. This wasn't in the textbooks, yeah. you know? It's like, this is all yeah. new, uncharted territory. So they're learning, too. Um, and, and, I, and I know I've mentioned this on the show, but I, I've been to dispensaries even, medical dispensaries, where I walked in mm -hmm. and was kind of floored at, like, how little the person, the intake person that was consulting with yeah. me knew about cannabis. Like, I knew way more than she did. And, right. and I would just, I asked simple questions like, what what would this do and like i wanted you know what do you recommend and she's like oh i recommend the jack career and i'm like and it was for something like nighttime and i'm like what and i'm like why and she's like oh it's a hybrid and it helps with sleep and i'm like no like like she like it, it's labeled a hybrid but that's only because of the strains it's crossed but like the effects are totally not and like she just and there were other things like just general things that she wasn't very up to date on which you know it's it's kind of like it's really unfortunate there just isn't a standardization yet to like there isn't the the medical community but I, I would recommend when you're going into a dispensary especially a medical dispensary there's always going to typically be uh, a medical um like pharmacist that's there that's going to be able to walk you through like all of the real cannabis knowledge that you really want to know and you may have questions for so 
find that person, not just a regular intake person. Like you said, like they may have really well intentions, but they may not just have the expertise, you know? And so it's really important if you need that, that you find it. Absolutely. When you're there. It, if you can find and you're, it when you're there. And if not, go somewhere yeah, else. No, absolutely. You know? And you're, you're talking about here, like, uh, you know, obviously high, usually if you want to sleep, you typically want like a high dosage of THC, uh, like a, um, an indica, indica couch to, to make you pass yeah. out. So, um, right. You want like, yeah. you know that's that's potency. So you know you're talking with somebody or the mercy. Yeah. yeah, then that that could have bad effects. Like you Pretty know well. with, with this person that's giving you the, this advice, it's not what you you know you're looking for. So what what I suggest is you know yeah. stick to low dosage. We keep saying it. Um, depending on what you want to do, and it's tough because you know you, you got to educate yourself. You got to understand like these things, and that's why we do these episodes to help a little bit. But um the uh like. For yeah. example, for myself, if I'm if, I, if I'm having a chill day, I use it for for a boost. So I'll do something like Jack Rare for like an energy boost, or I'll do like uh, gummies. I'll do the um, like uh, a low, uh, you know, point five to five like. St- 0.5 to 5 milligrams of THC, you know, and you obviously want to have some CBD in there too, because that that's like a lower dosage compared to all these other strains. Like, you know, a lot of times these bud tenders, they might be like, they got people are like, Oh, I want to get messed up. Like give me the high THC yeah. stuff. And it's like, Oh, so they might be. Used yeah. To and, and, and again, not in an evil way, mm-hmm. but like in a, in a, it's not going to help me way. It's like, like, I don't need to drink a gallon of milk yep. almost ever. Exactly. You know what I mean? It's it, like, not that milk is bad, but I just don't need to drink a gallon of it, right? And and that that is, the, the, in fact, it may be bad if I drink a gallon of right. it. Right. I mean, I would get sick and throw up. And 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 with you know THC, it's it's you kind of it's very it's similar. I mean, I would say even probably at the end of the day, it's just more mental. It's less, I think, uh, even physical than drinking a gallon of milk would be. But you feel like you're dying yeah. <laughs> if you're like going through a freakout mode, right? Um, or you know, there's also that you take too much. THC and what you get the cannabis, the, the, the paramesis, right? Mm-hmm. What is it? Yeah. The hyperemesis syndrome. We've talked about this before where you actually can overstimulate your endocannabinoid system. And by overstimulating it, you, when you, when you use THC, typically what, what that does is it helps with nausea, right? But when you start having hyperemesis syndrome, cannabis hyperemesis syndrome, you are just throwing up typically oh, from using so THC. Bad. And when, like you, so you're like, you're like, all right, well, let me just fix this by using more THC. And then it gets even worse and you throw up more because that's the problem, right? So it's a very, that's like super small percentage. Like there isn't a lot of, but that does yes. happen for sure. And that would be like, that's not safe. We don't like, that's not safe cannabis no. use. In that moment, you want to be switching to like making sure that you have high CBD usage instead. And you're, you're, you're priming your endocannabinoid system with good foods and healthy fats and like, like vitamins and minerals and like water and like all that stuff, you know, like, like all those things that are going to like bring your endocannabinoid system back into balance because too much THC is again, not going to kill you, but it won't optimize you. Right. And I think that's kind of like the point. Yep. It's not going to optimize anything that you're trying to do. So, sorry, Jack. No, I just had a lot uh, of points. This is a solid point. Uh, yeah, no, we, we're, we're getting there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like, just like you said, too, you know, how much is too, too much THC? But, but first of all, I think the big thing is like, uh, a lot of these THC products, they look like, 
candy or fun products like like you see the nerds rope yeah that looks like regular that looks like a new nerds product let me try it i'm a kid i look at this i'm like oh that looks tasty lots of sugar yeah it really is loaded with you know you got thc you got some cbd in there so like you want to you got to be careful i think we talked about this recently in the last episode with our pets keep your products away you know the colorful drinks i know you do the the thc cbd drinks you know they they look great the marketing and they're colorful and they're fun looking got to keep them out of yeah they're fun. yeah that's another safe yep. thing to, to be aware of but um yeah totally. going back with the, the thc potency you know it's obviously that's what's getting you stoned you got to pay attention to how much you're consuming uh pot's just stronger it's just kind of cannabis is way stronger than it was in like the 70s and the 80s uh especially even in other countries like if you go to jamaica and like you're on that you know you're on sandals beach you're talking you're going to the beach you're talking to that guy that's selling you weed that weed's not going to be as strong if it's you know it's grown there it's like they, they don't have, they don't have the super strong potencies a lot of the ones that are chemically made in labs here than like you know a place yeah. like that you know right. you're, you're, you're you're so it's just just know that you know what you're taking could be stronger than what you anticipate as long as if it's that doesn't have a label on it so uh and just like kind of playing off what you were saying earlier consuming cannabis that is, is too strong too much thc can cause an anxiety attack um it could be you know and that could make you want, want to go to the hospital i've i've get i've done weed cookies before they were super strong and i've given away and i'm like oh, only take a quarter and people take too much and they're they're good and yummy and they're like oh my god i get the worst anxiety i gotta go to the hospital like you know when there's too much thc involved you got to be careful of what to consume how much to consume you could also get cardiac aneurysms like there's there's a lot of things that could happen if, if you do too much uh too much of a good thing's never good so just gotta yeah it's just the anxiety anxiety can do a mm-hmm. lot and if you're just using cannabis in a high thc sativa or not even sativa like even an indica like will make you feel like like if you're not used to the feeling floaty mm-hmm. and like which i love but like if you're not used to it it'll freak you out and because you kind of like you a lot of times too it just makes you more present yeah. and when you're more present you're going to be focusing on like like every little thing way more than you ever did in the past, which kind of gives you a little freak out yep. factor when you're, you know, thinking too much about it. So you got to be careful in that sense, that, you know, not to dive too much into it because you got to be able to hold your wits. Um, and that's entirely up to you. Like you just, if you're going through the freak out moment, easier said than done, but you just got to think to yourself, I'll be fine. Yeah. No one's ever died of cannabis. Ever. Very true. There it is. <laughs> you know, like I'll be fine. But we got a whole episode sure on what to do when that happens. You know, drinking water, chilling. We yeah, check exactly. Out, check out. Exactly. You know, taking too much. There's an episode. All right. So, and you mm-hmm. talked about mm-hmm. hyper hypermesis syndrome. So obviously, you know, when you you try, you're like, oh my god, I'm throwing up. Like it's you know, obviously it's not for everybody. But how do we determine like how much I should use? Like, I keep saying it. Start slow. Start low and go slow. Um, it's always good advice to do that, especially if you're new, um, you know, be careful with edibles. You, they, they could sneak up on you, read the labels, uh, especially once you're making yourself, I always go lower than what the person tells me. Um, and then you've got things like concentrates, wax, shatter, crumble. These things are a ton they're super strong man like i've had wax and chatter before i'll I'll, you need a blowtorch to freaking break these down man so these some of these products they'll get you they'll get you stoned like more stone than you you're on that's it you're on the couch for the rest of the day which which (laughs) some of which which in itself isn't isn't a dangerous thing in itself unless 
you are needing to watch the kids and the baby or like you're supposed to be driving like a heavy machinery (laughs) right like then it's not safe right and so that's where that's where cannabis gets that bad reputation it's great to use cannabis like that if you're just chilling on the couch and that's what you need to do to deal with some pains but like not if you gotta (laughs) do all those other things right so like the point of the point being find like like find a strain that in that scenario where you can go to work and and like and operate heavy machinery which would probably be a high cbd non-psychoactive right. strain right. right like that's what we would like recommend you know so yeah like low thc all, high cbd no yeah. thc stuff yeah, picturing sure. doing, whatever yeah. works for you so. picturing someone dabbing yeah. and then operating yep. like a giant like going to like sam's club or like bj's or like i don't know costco and like <laughs> with like a forklift <laughs> like just every, like everything the wild like oh oh yeah uh, that's exactly what yeah. would happen that's and that's why you, and that's why there's laws against cannabis use in the workplace which which is which is totally good but the laws are blanket laws yeah. and like there are people that will perform better for these companies if they're able to 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 utilize cannabis in a way that will optimize their ability to operate in the best fashion throughout the workday right like but we we don't have but like we don't have enough research we don't have enough like people going in to consult on this but like if if employees are able to find their healthy balance and they need some type of relief it can only make the workplace actually yep. better no less tense more productive you know like people have less pains or less anxieties you know, they're communicating better with customers. I mean, it could be a good thing, but if we don't educate enough, then you're going to have the dude operating the forklift on granddaddy yep. purple. And that's not cool. Right. Like, and, and too much of it after he dabbed it or whatever. Yeah. Right. So, and who knows, maybe, maybe there's a guy that op- uses granddaddy purple. He's like, that is what optimizes me. and makes me a hundred percent better during my, yep. you know, and pff, all right, <laughs> but that's where it's hard. Like, how do you come up with laws for this yep. stuff? Right. Like if everyone is just so different, like there's got to be a different type of, and this is just me thinking way the hell outside of the box. There's got to be like a different type of measurement mm-hmm. that like allows you to scan the 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 body of a cannabis user and decide if they are psychoactively capable enough to perform the duty that you're about to give them a ticket for, or you're about to fire them for, or something right. like that, or, or discipline them for. You know, like who knows? Like, and I don't know what that would look like, but like I'm telling you, like some people may just be really much more productive on Jack Carrere at the workplace yeah. than they would be if they weren't utilizing Absolutely. It, right? And and that's, I've seen that. You've seen that. We both experienced that. So yeah, there's another, sorry, another little yeah, rabbit no, that's hole good. that I went down, but I feel strongly about that. <laughs> I'm with you. Um, so, yeah. So yeah, they, and they don't, like these, going back, like these waxes, they, they, they usually don't have yeah. other medical cannabinoids such as CBD, which can mitigate some of these unwanted effects of, of the THC. So yeah. It's easier to overconsume these with these concentrates. Like, you know, you got a freaking blowtorch and you're doing like a, a little thing with shatter, but there's so much milligrams in that thing. Um, as TH content ranges from 40 to 90%. So, you know, a lot of this, it's easy to do too much THC with these things. So just be cognizant, just like Ryan was saying, you know, strategize what you're doing and just be smart about it. Yeah. Okay. So that was uh, potency and teach. So now let's get into who shouldn't use cannabis. Like, obviously, if they've got uh, a sickness, you know, like uh, hypermesis, obviously shouldn't. Um, some other people, hypermesis. Hypermesis. And these are, there's uh, exceptions to all these rules. Just so <laughs> I'm just, they're always exceptions. But yeah. generally, 
Always. Yeah, teens shouldn't use cannabis due to concerns about the effects it can have on our brain development. Obviously, you know, these are developing brains. You don't know, you know, especially THC, you don't know what that's going to do to their, you know, their, their brain development. So keep that in mind. Um, women who are pregnant or breastfeeding should abstain from cannabis due to its safety concerns about its effects on newly developing brain of the baby. So people with certain uh, psychiatric conditions, such as types of psychosis is uh, within the family history of schizophrenia should be avoided with using cannabis as this can worsen their conditions. So now I just want to say for all these, mm -hmm. I would say too, we're talking about high THC cannabis again, right? you know, like, because there are studies talking about women using CBD that, for example, are seeing positive effects very early on. Right. And, and teens, we've seen teens, you know, with CBD use, uh, have positive, you know, effects, not a ton of studies because it's yeah. not something everyone's jumping their kids into, but we've seen that. And, and psychiatric conditions, I mean, PTSD and like, you know, like all the, I mean, cannabis use, CBD cannabis use has certainly been helpful for these two. Right. So I, I would say high THC use. We want to stay away from THC for these, things. you know, it's, it's, yeah, it, it, for most people, high THC use is not is going to exacerbate these issues, not help those issues. Right. So that's that's what. Yeah, hundred percent. Sure. And when it says exceptions too, guys, like when it comes to like you know you got a person that's got cancer, like you know, and they're they're younger, like you know, and they're dealing with the chemotherapy. There there may be exceptional circumstances there too. So just you know keep these things in mind. Um, but all mm -hmm. good stuff and like studies of CBD. Uh, it's all great stuff. It's all, you'll see more of this stuff coming out as time progresses. Cause you, obviously they're still experimenting with it, but you know, with, with a lot of these episodes, we talk about the medical benefits of CBD. So just keep that in mind. So some tips, tips on consuming, try not to smoke it. I uh, like just, you know, we, I know that, you know, you got the, it's nice to have a nice joint or you're taking like your bong hits Oh, so nice. You know, I'm with it. But like, you know, there are pros and cons to, I mean, mostly cons because, you know, you, what you're doing is um, if you smoke it, you're not like, you're not supposed to hold in your lungs for more than a second. If you, if that's all you got and that's what you're doing is you're like, I'm, this is what I'm doing. I don't give a damn. I don't want to eat an edible. I don't want, I love smoking because I get that effect right away. Mm -hmm. Got it. Um, if you are mm -hmm. going to smoke cannabis, yeah. don't hold in your lungs for more than a second or two. Holding it longer doesn't give you more of effect. It just irritates your lungs. And that's part of the reason why, <laughs> you know, you know, uh, Ryan and I aren't huge advocates of doing, um, you know, the joints or like the, the bong, you know, the, it's not the best for the lungs. Some alternatives yeah. would be the, um, under the tongue tinctures, which are great. You're not getting that, you know, the smoke in your lungs or anything like that. Um, a topical product. So like the creams, uh, bath bombs, oils, uh, an edible, you know, I do, I, I got my matter chewable gummies here. That I love, um, uh, or a dry herb vaporizer. And that's things that we use with the Dynavap or like, you know, Ryan is a big advocate of, of using the herb vaporizer. Yeah, man, totally. I, it, I think it's, um, so like, it's funny smoking because of the combustion, obviously, yep. like that's what we're trying to stay away from, right? Like the, 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 all the contaminants and toxins that come out of combustion, uh, that's the problem. I would also argue that, that smoke, that, here's the thing. I love smoking a joint. <laughs> <laughs> I love smoking a joint. Like, I'm not going to lie. It is a great, great way to just get your mind off of things, yep. right? Like, I don't, it's just, um, 
I don't do it all the time. I actually haven't smoked one in a few weeks, actually. It's so nice. Uh, it's and, a social sometimes thing. Sometimes I'll go through. It's a social thing for me. And, and I just, it also like, it kind of, you know, I have to make sure I don't go somewhere afterwards where I'm going to be smelling like yeah. and stuff. And so it's <laughs> kind of like a like convenience PTAB thing too. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Right. Which, which hopefully someday, like instead of like wine spritzers beforehand for some people yeah. have like, you know, like doobies, that'd be great. Right. Yeah. Like, or something like cannabis, something cannabis um, cocktail hour. I, you know, I, I yeah, I, I, I think that's, you know, that's one thing. The, the other thing is the bioavailability of smoking is just not as strong right. as vaping. So you're going to be using way more cannabis. Yep. And, and that's what we Absolutely. talk about a lot when you smoke. You're burning, you're literally burning through cannabis. And, and when you vaporize, you are just extracting every little mm. tiny piece you possibly can out of that thing. So it smells and tastes even more like the flower plant. You taste and smell it even more when you use like thermal extractions, which is what the Dynavap is. Um, mm. You also save a ton and it's cleaner. So it doesn't, it doesn't, you know, you don't have that issue with the lungs and, um, I just, it's funny, I talked to my doctor and, and the first thing they mentioned was smoking because the concern about vaporizing uh, oils until I mentioned, I think I've mentioned this on the show several mm-hmm. times already, where I mentioned the Dynavap and, or just whole flower vaping in general, it doesn't have to be Dynavap. And they're like, wow, that's that exists. Okay, there you go. That's even better, right? Because now you're getting the, the real plant yeah. and it's nothing else with it. Just the, just the plant, it's dried, and now you're just extracting whatever's in there. Done. Yep. That's right. It. And it's straight from the source. And it's like, it, it's 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 just, you know, again, it smells a little bit while you're doing it. Doesn't stick. My house, I use it all the time. It does not smell like cannabis. Only while I'm doing it a little bit, right? Um, but then, like, you don't really smell a lot like cannabis afterwards. I mean, it, it doesn't stick. It's better. So, um, yeah, man, I, I would definitely recommend all those things that you mentioned. So, yep. Absolutely. Yeah, good stuff. So yeah, guys, this is, mm-hmm. so this is some ways of safely using it. And then there's other things too. I know, um, Issa brought up a good point of what happens if I'm on medications and I want to safely use cannabis. And there's a whole other episode I think we want to touch on with that because that, that's a whole other topic. But yeah, we, uh, this is, yeah. these are just some strategies of purchasing it, smoking or consuming it. Um, and, uh, yeah, just talking about the potency levels. Definitely. So yeah, definitely talk to your doctor. Like if you're going through those yeah. things, like, you know, looking at like the, the potency, was that Siri? Yeah. Just yeah. I don't know how it's just listening. It's like, you know, it's like to your doctor, That's it's funny. like, oh, she's, she's listening. Yeah. Right. Right. No. So, so definitely like, you know, talk to your, talk to your doctor about some of those things too. Um, if, if you're, if you're utilizing cannabis and also other medications, there can be like cannabis has been shown to like reduce the efficacy of uh, like Novocaine and like painkillers and stuff. And it kind of interacts. And I have experienced that when I go to the dentist and the dentist has to put in like eight times more the amount of Novocaine just because like, you know, my cannabis is kind of blocking. My cannabis use blocks the Novocaine efficacy, yeah. right? And, you know, so so like you, maybe you don't take cannabis like the day you're going into, you know, like a procedure mm-hmm. like that, right? And so there's things like that why you want to be talking to your doctor and make sure, because at the end of the day, they, you always want them to know what you're doing. And, and the, the concern is that you're going to tell them and they're going to tell you not to do it. Right. But I think most doctors, especially most good doctors are going to want to know just so they can follow and track your progress with you yep. and, and make sure that everything is cool. Like they're not going to want to try and call the feds or anything. That's not what they're trying to do. They want to know if you're utilizing something that is working or you think is making you feel better. 
let's just stay in touch and make sure that nothing crazy else happens. And I'm not prescribing anything that could be interfering with that too. Right. So like, I think that's kind of the idea behind all of that, it seems. And from what I've experienced, at least now, if you're talking to a guy that's just like, nope, don't absolutely don't do that 100%, even though there's real medical programs that states have authorized through with doctors involved. Then then you got, I think, a different situation. But good stuff overall, Jack. I think this is a topic a lot of people are interested in. Efficacy of, of, you know, safety profiles of using cannabis and all that stuff. So uh, appreciate it, man. Yeah. Thanks for putting this together. I appreciate you too. Guys, and if you have any questions on this stuff, safe consumption, or if you want to add something, let us know. Guys, follow us on Instagram, the Cannabis C, the Cannabis and the letter C. uh, Ryan has got some fire content on there about like some of the products and some some awesome tips there. So check that out, and also email us, guys, if you have questions. Um, also, a lot of you guys have been saying, you know, just you know, we appreciate it, guys. A lot of people have been sending some some love through our Instagram and emails, just like love for the page and just giving some great suggestions. So we really appreciate you guys. Thanks for sending all that great stuff. Um, so we appreciate that. So email the cannabis C at gmail.com. Um, like, and subscribe guys, share us with a friend, Spotify, iTunes. We, you know, we, we review us, you know, give us some star ratings with just like, you know, Ryan saying like the more people that like our stuff, the more we're going to show up in the algorithm. So yeah, we, we more, we can help people. So guys, we appreciate you. Thanks for listening. Uh, yeah, we'll see you in the next episode. Thanks guys. Peace. listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hi, it's Justin Benton, 
host of the Miracle Plant Podcast, where we discuss this miracle plant that goes by so many names and how it's helping people in so many extraordinary ways. So if you love this plant and you want to hear a story that tugs on those heartstrings and learn more about this plant, then head on over to the Miracle Plant Podcast. You'll be glad you did. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. I'm Joyce Gerber, the creator and host of the award-winning podcast, The Canna Mom Show. And we are on a mission to enhance the impact women have on this industry as business professionals, healthcare providers, policy advocates, caregivers, moms, by sharing and preserving their stories of love and kindness, wisdom, and hope. I am so grateful to have found my tribe of Canada podcasters right here on PodConnex and look forward to our work of crushing the stigma around cannabis and caregivers and building this new industry together.